Hello, party people. It is Thursday, February the 7th. February. It is Thursday, March the 17th, 2022 here in Egypt. And the time is 2.18 p.m. How y'all doing? Well, it is Thursday, which means my work week is over, which means that the first week of the third term is in the bag. And I am eight weeks shy of being able to say that I did a complete school year in Al-Giza, Egypt. I'm really excited about um, being able to say that. It's a good feeling. So this week was, um, it started off weird. It started off like, it felt like it was in retrograde. I'm not going to even kid y'all. Like, first of all, you know, I knew that we had you know that we did that Sunday was a vacation day and I still got up on Monday thinking it was Sunday and then my students and I kind of like had a collision of states of being you know like I get to class a little late and then when I get in there you know they are just like they're just talking and yapping and won't be quiet and why I wanted them to be quiet I don't know because I should have realized that hey they haven't seen each other in a while but they had you know these kids talk to each other all the time and I don't know I guess for me I was just ready to like come in and keep it moving and you know I learned a big lesson about teaching sixth graders it's the same lesson I learned about seventh graders is you know your job is to just keep repeating yourself your job is to um Make sure that you lay down the hammer when it's time to lay down the hammer. Because I was, y'all know, I mean, the podcast is there. I was like, this is war. I was on something. Because <laughs> by that evening, we were all friends again. We were literally all friends again. Because I just can't carry stuff like that uh, the way I used to. I know I'm a Scorpio and we are the grudge holders of the Zodiac. We are the eighth house. So, you know, everything is just extreme for us. The closer you get to that 12th house, things just get extreme. So, but I'm in a different space. I'm in a different, totally different headspace. And, um, the, the more I tried to hold on to it, the worse I felt. And I don't like feeling bad. I tell students all the time, I do not like yelling at kids. I do not like being mad at kids because it's, it, it seems like it's, it's, it seems unnecessary. So anyway, I'm going to tell y'all about this week and then we're going to keep it moving. So by Sunday afternoon, cause I have that particular class, I have them twice and by that afternoon, um, I was pretty much back in a space of like calmness. As a matter of fact, I saw one of the students on the yard um, before I had them that second time. And she was like, you want some? Ch- oh, I had some chips. That's what it was. She was like, Miss Kamika, Miss Kamika. And she was running towards me. And I was still mad, y'all. I was still holding a grudge. <laughs> You should have saw me. I was walking like, don't look at her. Uh, ignore her. And the closer she gets, the more you should ignore her. Uh, but she runs up on me and she just grabs me and hugs me. Now, this is a student who lately she has been the one who will just run up to me and hug me. Like, I'll, It's like hugging a pole because I don't hug her back. You know, I'm just like, what is going on? And she'll hold on to me until she gets her little energy surge and then she'll let go. So she runs up to me and she's like, Miss Kamika. And she's like, Miss Kamika, I am so sorry we did that today. And she was like, 
I can't believe you walked out on us. I mean, I never, when you walked out on us, my mouth dropped open, Miss Kamika. I just couldn't believe it. So then I had some chips. <laughs> now, mind y'all, I'm not saying anything to this kid because I'm still hot under the collar. And she's like, can I have some chips? And I was like, no. <laughs> she was like, she backed up. She backed up off of me a little bit. And she was like, okay. And she just walked away. And she was like, I'll see you later, Miss Kamika. I'll see you in class. Yeah. And to be honest, y'all, I felt crazy. Like, soon as she left and I, like, hit the corner, I felt so crazy. Because I was like, girl, you are not in the sixth grade. Get over these kids. But they make you so mad, y'all. Any teacher will tell you. Sometimes you just, it takes an act of Congress to get an adult out of their head when these kids do what they do, you know, because first of all, you're dealing with how they're being raised at home. And when all of that energy comes together with the kids against the, not against the teacher, but the teacher has to figure out a way to like get this to settle down so that we can move forward. It just gets difficult. So anyway, that afternoon, I get into class and we're reading the story of Hungwu. And right now he's still Chu Young Chan. He is not yet Hungwu. He has not yet become Emperor of China. He's right now, you know, um a lieutenant in the for the Red Turbans and he has um attacked Hao Chao. And there's this moment where the storyteller because uh Chu Young Chan is not telling the story. One of the men in the army that he served with is telling the story. So they win the Battle of Hao Chao, and at the end, the storyteller says something to the effect of, we wanted the people of, of China, we wanted the, the locals to know that we were liberators and not captors. So liber- liberators had a little star by it. And normally I'm supposed to like click it and it'll give the definition. But normally I'll ask the kids who can tell me what this word means. Because if somebody can tell me what it means, it saves me a lot of teaching time to not have to click that and let those kids read it. You know, they learn a lot better from each other than they do from, you know, reading and writing stuff down five and six times. So... I asked them, what is a liberator? What does it mean to liberate something? What is liberation? And surprisingly enough, the the guesses were all off. They were all off. And then I said, it's the F word. And then I went back and I said, well, it's a word that begins with F. And their faces still were like, Daring not to say whatever F word that they knew. And (laughs) I let them sit there. Like, I let them sit there for like seven seconds. And then I said, freedom. And they were like, I mean, when y'all, listen, a collective sigh went across that whole sixth grade class. The entire sixth. I'm talking about the eyes that were popped open kind of softened. The mouths that were open kind of like. The lips connected back to each other. And one kid even grabbed her whole heart. She was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I just, there's no way um, that 
she was just basically like, I, I, I knew I didn't know what liberation was, but I knew it could not have been what I was thinking that it was. So that was a whole moment we had that kind of reconnected us. And uh, I got to laugh. I love it when I can laugh uh, in class with my students. That feels really good. And it just took the edge off. It took the edge off. Well, that was that day. And then today is Thursday. Yesterday was Wednesday. Okay, it was Tuesday. So we have this really great day on Monday. And then Tuesday was kind of a weird day. It was uh, pretty cold outside. It was kind of overcast, cloudy. Um, I actually had on my boots that day. And I normally do not spend a lot of time on on the yard. But for some reason that day I was like I'm just gonna hang out in the library I don't want to go back to the apartment um and I was in the library and I actually like fell asleep in the library and when it was time for me to go to class I got up and I went to the teacher's lounge but when I was walking in the hallway I noticed like it was just weird um, there was it was very quiet. It was very still. People were talking in small groups, whispers. And I saw a couple of women crying or at least I thought they were crying or they looked like women looked like they were on the verge of tears or they had been crying and they were now not crying. It was just a weird kind of thing going on. So I go into the teacher's lounge and it's quiet in there. People are talking once again in hushed tones Um And I sit at the table where all the English teachers sit and they're having this conversation about this young woman and they're talking about she was a cutter and she, you know, had problems at home and she just needed attention. These these are the things that I'm hearing people say she needed attention. And then I hear somebody say, say something to the effect of, well, I don't know why she did it. Now, the funny thing is I am coming out of a, a, waking up but I was also super super tired because Sunday night I mean Monday night I hung out with some friends in Cairo really late I had some visited friends visiting um Joseph Garrison and his wife were in town and I had taken them to the rooftop and didn't get home till like midnight or whatever so you know, I'm just like barely hanging on. So I was just kind of sitting in a, you know, you know, just sitting, looking like maybe I needed a hug. And so when I hear them say they don't know why she did it, I go, what are y'all talking about? And they were like, you don't know. And I hate when people do that to me. You don't know. You don't know what happened. And I was like, no. And it was like, A kid tried to kill herself. She jumped off the third floor of the school building. So I was like, what? Now, that's exactly what I was told. The kid then jumped off the third floor of the school building. So let me tell y'all about my school, a little bit about it. It's, um, It's made of concrete like any other building, but there are areas where you're in the hallway, but the windows are huge. And sometimes the windows are open and there's no screen on them or anything like that. So now that I have this information, everything makes sense. And, uh, everybody's kind of on pins and needles. Cause we don't know if they're going to close the school down. 
um, somebody is saying something to the effect of the girl was unconscious when the ambulance people, well, I'm not going to say ambulance, but when the paramedics came and got her, um, they're talking about this girl suffered from depression, uh, yet she was a, a student. She was uh, 14 years old. She was a ninth grader. So there's just like shh, all this talk going on. And then when I get to my 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 class, oh, my God, one of my male students, he was like, Miss, did you hear what happened? And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, somebody committed suicide. I said, did they die? And he was like, well, I, well, I don't know. And I said, well, suicide is when you actually die. So we don't know if she's dead. And if you don't know anything about it, please stop talking about it. It's, it's enough rumors going around. Um, but what I realized, um, well, let me say this first. The student survived the, the fall. The student did not jump out of one of the windows because I, one of the things that I did after school was I went around y'all and looked at every third story window. And I had come to the conclusion that there's no way this girl could have lived had she jumped out the window because there's nothing but concrete. As a matter of fact, there's nothing but concrete in underneath all of the third story windows. And one of the windows has a fence with like spikes, like a metal gate. So I was like, there's no way she would have survived. Well, as the rumors became truth, I uh, I found out that she had jumped off the third floor stairwell and it doesn't go all the way down. There's like this wooden slanted. I can't explain it, but she jumped from the third stairwell down onto that wooden thing. And that's the only thing that broke her fall. But I think she jumped here first. I'm not sure. But they there was blood. Um and there was trauma because several students saw her do it. So, um, but she lived. And the last report that we received in the school emails that she's coherent and that there are people uh, with her. So anyway, um, and I checked with all my sixth graders to make sure nobody had seen it. Um, and if they had seen it, you know, I was... I was going to demand that they go, they be sent home, you know, um, because what I realize is that, and it's, it's kind of unfortunate. It's not really unfortunate. It's kind of unfortunate because I think we're getting better at doing it, but this culture of people treats that kind of activity in the same way that I witnessed it being treated in the states which is we really we don't really deal with it at all like you know for a child to do that and somebody say she's just needing attention it was a cry for attention I mean some people were saying it's a cry for help but at the end of the day we don't have anything in place to kind of prevent that that from happening we really do have to sit around and watch kids with real problems um be problematic or uh, deal with their depression, watch them come to school in 100-degree weather with long sleeves on because they cut themselves and not deal with it. And I don't know at what point we're going to realize that, well, why do we have counselors on deck if we and, – and, and do we care enough to really, really deal with this? Like, I really think that 
you know, students should have a class on coping. You know, you should know how to cope well before you're in the fifth grade, because that's where some of the heavier stuff begins. That's where some of the heavier bullying begins. And, you know, we expect people to just hunker down and tough it out, you know, in this John Wayne culture that has been the cancer to the globe. So I don't know. Um, but she she's surviving and she's going to have to deal with um her sadness. She's going to have to deal with, you know, what she did in front of her classmates. And I am uh, praying, inshallah, that she gets the help that she needs. So um, that was pretty much that. Um, got home that evening and I left. Um, I knew my roommate probably wanted to talk about it, but I I don't want to sit and talk about some A that I didn't see and B blame um people for not having something in place because that pretty much is what I came into the next day when I did give my roommate a chance to talk about it and I was just like, mm, this is why I didn't want to talk about it yesterday. And then that was that day. And then the day yesterday so one of my students, her father teaches up here and he's a weird man. He's a very, very weird man. Um, so I'm going up to the library and he's standing in the hallway eating lunch. And he goes, Miss Kamika. That's how he says my name, Miss Kamika. Can I talk to you for a minute? And I'm like, yeah. And he says, why is it that when... The students take the French test. You don't let them out. You make, he mentions his daughter's name. You make her late and it made me late for something very, very important. And I do not appreciate that. And you don't know me. I am from, I am from, um, what did he say? Northern Egypt. No, Eastern. Did he say Eastern Egypt? East Anyway, he described himself as a Saif or something. I don't even know, y'all. But at one point, he makes his fingers into a gun and he points it at me. And then he's like, um, where I'm from, we are very, very aggressive. And I am just like fucking freaking out. So then he says, I'm just playing. I'm just <laughs> I am just playing with you, Miss Kamika. It's it's no it's no I, I I'm just playing with you. It's no problem. It's no problem. <sighs> so I go into the teacher's lounge and I sit in my little seat and I'm shook, y'all. I'm really shook. And he comes in, and he has like his hood on. His hood is like pulled all over his head, like he's a secret agent or something. He goes into the Arabic room and then I get up and I leave. And I go down to the second floor because I'm headed to the library, which is where I've been kind of spending my time. And I just find myself standing, leaned up against a wall, trying to determine, should I be fearful of my life? Like, what is going on? Now, let me say this. Last term, um, I had my one of my smaller classes in a classroom that he has a class in after I leave out of there. Now, all the teachers, we all move around. Nobody has a solid classroom. We all move around. We all share these spaces. And sometimes you may get to a classroom and the teacher's not done teaching. 
So one day, I was done teaching, but I always wait for all of my students to leave the class before the other class comes in because I don't want anybody being accused of stealing or anything like that. Well, I'm erasing the board. I am literally erasing the board. And he rushes in and he snatches my eraser from me. And I was just kind of like, all right, well, let me go. You know, like, I ain't, I'm not here to start nothing. I don't know you like that, whatever. So coming off of that, and then yesterday, yesterday he's like, not yesterday, day before yesterday, he's like, Miss Kamika, can I talk to you? And he does this whole gun, finger gun thing, and it's like, it's your fault that I was late to whatever. And I'm like, dude, first of all, I didn't make you late to nothing. And I did say this to him. I said, I didn't make you late. They told me it was okay to give. It was one student, one student that was like, I'm revising. Um, so I had to wait for her. And it made everybody else late. But wasn't nobody tripping. Them kids weren't tripping. And they weren't that late getting out. Like, they literally, y'all, they were like six minutes late getting out of their test. So I'm shook. I'm standing in the hallway. And I'm standing there just thinking, thinking, thinking. And I finally say, Kamika, go report this. Go report it. So I go to my um, AQC and... Uh, I let him know about it. He immediately starts laughing. He's just like, oh, God, he's he's don't worry about him. He does that with everybody. And I do feel a sense of relief until I tell him about the <laughs> until I tell him about the eraser being snatched from me. And then my AQC stops laughing. He's like, oh, well, wait a minute. And I'm like, yeah, my nigga, like, what is going on? So. He's like, well, I'm going to talk to him. And I I feel bad about that because, you know, snitches get stitches. But I was like, you know what, Kamika, you loving yourself right now. You ain't done this in a while. So, you know, hold down. You'll be OK. And so today he sees me, uh, this father of one of my students. And he says to me, he's coming into the classroom where I'm leaving out. And he says to me. You must pay me every time you make me late to get into my class. And that's when I realized, okay, yes, this dude, he doesn't mean anything. He does come from a place where the uh, Egyptians are seen as simple. That's what it said when I looked it up. Because he told me, he was like, you must, you must uh, research. Um, you must research, Miss Kamika. You must research my where I am from. I am from, I am Eastern Egyptian. I want. I think he said Eastern Egyptian, y'all. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then I did. I went to the teachers' lounge right after I talked to him, and I pulled my phone out and I googled it. And they are. It was. It did say that they were considered aggressive. Um, it said. You know. It said a lot of things. Um, that made me that shook me even more. So, um, but I feel okay now. I feel like he is one of those people that if you, you just got to know how to read him and he has a language barrier. So, you know, he walks around frowned up all day and I'm sure it's the kids. Um, it's just a weird situation. So when, but I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Um, he made things a lot better, and I'm not sure if my AQC talked to him or not, but let me tell y'all something. I was. I was like, am I about to come up missing eight weeks before I'm supposed to be back home? <laughs> I was like, what? So that's it, y'all. That's my week in a, in a, in a nutshell. Everything is going well. Um, I had shwerma. 
I finally had shawarma. I know we talked about shawarma farak. Farak. Um, that's a chicken shawarma. And it's really good. I've had two. Um, I also uh, realized I'm still lactose intolerant. The first shawarma I had, uh, that later that night I had some ice cream. And that did not go well for me the next day. Which was the day that I was like just dragging around campus like just not even in any mood or state of mind to deal with anything. Um, but I'm back to uh, A-OK. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Hmm. Oh, Ramadan. Ramadan. I'm getting ready for Ramadan. It begins on uh, April the 4th. So I've started out by uh, clearing myself of social networking. I've taken Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter off of my uh, phone. And um, I'm a weekend of not having any of that. And that feels really good. It feels good to, like, think about (gasps) y'all. Excuse me, but not have to, like, click on anything on my phone and check in to see what anybody is doing. And it's bringing more, even more clarity. Um, I'm able to focus more on what needs to be done when I come home. I am writing. I am being strategic about, you know, you know, the things that I need to do when I get back home. And right now my students are trying to prep me for uh, Ramadan. So I am going to next week uh, have a podcast where uh, you'll hear me talking to them and they'll be giving me their helpful hinters for Ramadan. Helpful hints. Helpful hinters? Is that the word? Is that a word? They'll be giving me their advice on what I need to do for Ramadan. I know I have a student already who said, you know, make sure you have plenty of cucumbers and water-based fruits and vegetables. Don't eat a lot of salt. Don't eat a lot of chips. Don't eat a lot of stuff that's going to make you thirsty um, because you have to fast from sun up to sundown. That means from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I will not be eating anything. And I will still be uh, required to be at work the same way my students will be required to be at school. Um, but I'm learning a prayer right now. Uh, so far, all I have is Alua Akbar, Bismillah. Uh, oh, man, I can't even remember. Bismillah. Ha. Bismillah, Hil Rama, Nil Rahim. So that's all I have, but I'll know the whole thing by the by the by April the fourth. And um I'm really excited. I'm excited to once again just to be immersing immersing myself into this culture and learning and experiencing and growing and transforming. It feels really good. Um so that's that. I hope you guys are doing well in the States. Um, I know winter has been super long. Uh, it's March and y'all still in sweaters and coats and stuff. So y'all know spring break is not a time to be like peeling off sweaters. So this, um, climate change is real and, uh, God is even more real. And so we just going to keep hanging in there until gravity lets us go. And I want y'all to know that I appreciate you. For supporting me, um, someone asked me about my 
Cash App. I don't have access to it, but if you want to Cash App me, you can Cash App me at Kamika Spencer. Kamika Spencer. That's C-A-M-I-K-A-S-P-E-N-C-E-R. Any donations will be greatly appreciated when I get back to the States. I'm also going to do my best to bring back some items uh, for purchase from Egypt. So um, look forward to that. And I know that I'm praying for y'all the same way you're praying for me. I pray peace on your lives. I I pray serenity. I pray peace of mind. I pray, you know, that just everybody, you know, you can humble yourself enough to be true to who you are and and, and do right by other people. Um, We're all in this rat race, but that's not what life is about. It's never been about that. You know, you got to take it all the way back to way before the Garden of Eden when things were really much, much more simpler. And um, when it was just about what am I going to eat today and how am I going to get this house built? So, you know, just keep it simple and keep it pure and keep it truthful and keep it honest. And and as much as somebody may be trying to run over you. You know, you got the good common sense to get out the street. So just get out the street and live your life and be happy. You know, stop being held by what other people think about you. And a big part of that is just getting off the Internet. Just fuck that bitch. Like, get off that Internet. It's it's a bad beast. It's a very, very, very bad beast. Well, anyway, be good, be good, be good, be God. Peace. <laughs>